This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. <laughs> How did I know this would come up? I mean, it's always asked. And, of course, always, Kelly's what's, what's the best What's always your driver. answer? <laughs> you're, Kelly's the best driver of all of us. She's like me. Unfortunately, she didn't get the opportunities and yep. things you know, to get there. Welcome to Fast Lane Family with Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Welcome to Fast Lane Family. In studio this week, I uh, have, I guess, my second male guest and my brother, Carrie. My first male guest is my husband. Of course. So we've done several shows together. Another thing he beat me at. <laughs> <laughs> and as he would say, he he deserves to beat you at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but happy to have you here today, Carrie. And how's your day going so far? It's good. What Just have you done this morning? Well, you know, we got horse, so we took care of that. Get him fed and out of the barn and everything. You know, but you make Kayla get up and well, do that, right? Well, she's 10. She don't get up at early yet. She's <laughs> out of school and everything, so she sleeps in. Got so, you. And plus, you know, I, I get to go down there and just mingle around the shop and everything, get going in the morning. Yeah. So that's you, about six thirty, seven o'clock. So I know one thing about you is you love coffee. So do you run out and get coffee in the morning or do you coffee from the home? I the used morning? to do a coffee every morning, a coffee run, but now it's uh, made at home. <laughs> you buy the Starbucks brand. Oh, yeah. And, Grind it and brew it. Yep. If you're looking for Carrie in Mooresville, you can typically find him at Starbucks. Yes. One of the yes. three locations of Starbucks here in Mooresville. So, you excited about the new drive-in in Mooresville? Yeah, that's going to be cool. Starbucks? I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Seems like it's taking forever to get it done, I though. Know it I does. Mean, we went to the beach, and I thought when we get back, it'd be done. Yeah. It's still working on it. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So, I had Renee on, and we talked a lot of stories about you. I know you listened to it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of scary, but. It so, it's out your good. turn. Well, it's your turn. You get to tell some stories on Renee and, and the like. But I wanted to talk first about. And I got asked this question in an Ask Kelly question, and I kind of explained our family dynamics. The Earnhardt family is like any other family, dysfunctional, yeah, you know. And very. I don't say that in a bad way, you know. And, and I was laughing one day on Facebook because people were like, it, it was actually the Earnhardt Outdoors photo. And I put up of you, Dale, and I, and somebody was like, you know, well, where's Taylor? And, you know, oh, she's yeah. uh, she's uh, she's never in pictures and this, that, and you know. And I was like, look, you know, our family branches go a gazillion different ways. And they were, and people were there was another photo of me, Dale, and Meredith, and people were trying to figure out if Meredith was Taylor or, or, you know, who she was. And so I'm like, okay, let me tell you about our family. And this is our family, right? You know, something that that people I don't think realize is that we really didn't grow up together, brother and sister. We were just laughing this week about a picture that I found of I was a baby, and we were at Mount Arnhart's, and you're probably about three. Three, yeah. And, I mean, I never knew that picture existed. Yeah. We hardly ever had... Well, I don't, that's the only one, I, one of the two, I think, that I've seen of us as kids together, yeah. like before 16. Yeah. Um, it was pretty neat to see it, though. Yeah, it was, it is, it's cool for me, too, because, so we got to meet when you were 16, I was probably just 12, 12 yeah. or 13, 12, and our, our dad, you and your mom and dad, you know, the first couple years of your life were a family, and then... Uh, your mom remarried, and and our dad decided to let your dad, yeah, as you know, Jack, yep, yep got all kinds of dads, right. and um, uh, let Jack adopt you, and so that meant for us, for the Earnhardt side of the family, that we really didn't have a relationship with you all those years, right? And but I knew during that time, you know, we would see, particularly I think it was baseball pictures, right. yeah, um, you know, they would send pictures to Mamaw and and that kind of thing. So, you know, we knew we had a brother, Carrie, but we didn't know Carrie. And so I don't really remember the first time we met. Do you remember the first time we met? I do. Um, 
you know, I, I always kept watching for Uradell Jr. because Mama would come to my baseball games and she'd have like Ashlyn or uh, Stacy or with her. somebody one of the, one with her, you know, a couple of them or something. And I, I never did get to see y'all, but you know, it was times that uh, Aunt Sherry would help my mom with, you know, getting me over to her house and we'd call dad and get to talk to him on the phone and stuff like that. But really never knew much about Uradell Jr. I knew, I knew about you, but didn't know, you know, a lot about yeah. you. I remember I got my license when I turned 16, and the day I got them, I went to Mamaw's, and it took me forever because I sat in there in her house because Dad was in the shop behind the house, and I was that close to actually getting to spend time with him and meet him and see him and, you know, kind of see how it's things go. It's a relationship, but, right? Yeah, finally I worked my courage up and walked out there, and it went off great. And then he <laughs> invited me to the house, and I thought, wow, this is going to be big. You know, <laughs> Teresa, Kelly, Dell Jr., hmm. and I can't explain how – nervous i was pulling up i mean i'm kind of getting sweat yeah right now i know i'm about to cry uh, <laughs> i pulled up and i know dale jr was in the front yard playing with his buddies throwing the football and all and i i can't remember exactly what you were doing but i remember the first time we saw each other it was kind of like just meeting a friend yeah you know at first and then as time went on we got to talking and hanging out and everything it's really grown to something that i'm I'm blessed to have back in my life. No, I feel the same way. I think over the years as we've all grown up and matured and we, you know, both have families now and both of our families spend a lot of time with each other and, or, and we try to, and, um, so that's really, it's just awesome. But I think it's, it's something that people, you know, people look at the Earnhardt family and they think of, you know, that we're somewhere above everybody else and we're normal. We're just like everybody else. We have the same family trials and tribulations through our life and, and I think that's a story that's, you know, endearing and interesting for people to, to learn and understand. Well, it is um, because, you know, like you say, people think we're way up here, but we're average. We're, yeah, we're just yeah. like everybody else. And we even in my the family, same way. you know, I have, I have mine and she has hers and then we got ours. Yeah. You know, we've, yeah. we've all been through it. And, um, you know, God throws things at us and we kind of wonder why or, yeah. or, you know, what the reason behind it is. But as I've learned, I've, I've, I've really matured and grown up a lot learning to deal with an ex-wife or you know my boys and you know our stepdaughter blade and then having one of our own it helped me in life to yeah. mature more and understand how things work and how to yeah. handle things better so what do you think the biggest um lesson you've learned from the blended family standpoint because you and renee raised bobby and carrie i mean bobby and jeffrey from from little boys and like you said had blade and and they're just all a few years apart yeah i mean it and was then you had kayla <laughs> it was hard to I don't know how to explain it, but like, you know, I had my boys and then there were Blade. How do I treat them the same? Yeah. You know, I don't, don't have, because you've got that feeling that, you know, that daughter's someone else's. Yeah. But you, and you don't want to step on that. No, you know? don't. And, you, yeah. you know, I, I always wanted her to know that that was her dad. And I didn't want to yeah. feel like I was taking his place. Yeah. And, but I was there because I loved her mom and I loved her because, you know, she was part of her mom. And it took a while, but we finally got through all that she was three years old whenever we started dating so it was hard for her to understand yeah you know, what was happening yeah but as time went on and you know we've gotten we've grown a lot closer here in the past two to three years especially i, I still ain't it still ain't that real tight connection a father daughter has but we still have that connection yeah and understand and, yeah. and we get along great and yeah, I deal with her boyfriend as much <laughs> as I have to do, but you know, she's got a great boyfriend, and we just well, at least hang you get out, to practice yeah. with her, and then you'll be a pro by the time Kayla gets. Oh Lord, Kayla's going. Ooh. 
Yeah, she's talking about Kayla, boys now, and oh I just my gosh. cringe. Kayla is going to take care of her boyfriend, no doubt. I hope she, so. That, yeah, she's going to be in charge, yeah. I think, just like Carson. Yeah, you know, just will. Kayla, she is a hoot. Yeah. So when, when Renee is, was on, we talked about you guys meeting and, and how that transpired, which is a great story. But it kind of led into the time frame of when, so you and Dale uh, shared a double wide trailer over across from the farm. And when you and Renee started dating and she moved down and you got custody of your boys, you guys all moved in there together. Yeah, she moved into my bedroom <laughs> with me because, you know, me and Dale Jr. were sharing this trailer and it's like, you know, I'm bringing someone else in with the child. Right. And, you know, it, it worked out great. I mean, you know, we had a lot of good times. And, you know, like all brothers, you have moments. Yeah. And we had plenty of those. Grow, you know, just getting to know each other. And I learned a lot more about Doug Jr. living with him yeah. than I, I, you know, I have not being together. But it was a lot of fun. We had times 3 o'clock in the morning, drums would start banging, and I've got to get up at 6 to go to work. And I'm like, oh, my God, Dale. <laughs> what in the world? Were you working at the dealership during that time? Yeah, I was, yeah. and he was yeah. part-time, basically. Yeah, when he wanted to get up and go. That was one of his problems working at the dealership. Yeah. He didn't get up at 6 a.m. and go to the dealership like you did. Yeah, I'd knock on doors, <laughs> Dale, I'm going to work. It's time to get up. And about noon, 1 o'clock, he'd roll in. So. <laughs> oh, too funny. So can you think of a, a good story that to come across and share um, during that time? Does anything come to mind? Um, yeah, a lot of things. Just, like I said, le- learning Dale Jr. and getting to know him better and and having them brother fights that you know we never got to have growing <laughs> up and just you know all that stuff but I, I it was neat to see Dell jr grow up you got i got to sit and watch him mature and i mean he's matured a whole lot in the last few years yeah and it was it's neat to see that because he, he he actually seems like he could actually become a family one day right um as scary see as that glimpses. seemed earlier yeah. <laughs> you kind of see that, that now yeah. yeah you know he's kind of settled down and he's figured out life and and he understands you know what it's about so yeah that's 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 neat to be able to see and then you know just having our time together like i said we're going out with family and doing things in pennsylvania or you know camping on the campgrounds and just times like that means a lot to me because family is big yeah you know it was to dad and it is to our grandmother and everybody and, and our family and just to have that time and see our kids, it's amazing to see how much Kayla and Kennedy mesh and bond together. Yeah. And, you know, Carson's up here, at the older, she's 13, 13 now, yeah. and, uh-huh. you know, she's an older child that's gotten beyond the 10-year-old. Yeah, so. you can help us there, see, because you've had that with Blade. You know what, I don't know. So. Maybe Renee can. <laughs> no, maybe Renee can. <laughs> <laughs> Renee probably can. It, yeah, it was, uh, it was a struggle dealing with all that. Yeah, the teenage yeah. stuff. I think, um, you know, it's really important to me for the cousins to spend time together because our group of cousins on the Earnhardt side were very close. Right. Um, Stacy and Shelly and Jennifer and Ashlyn. And we just, all of our family times, you know, we had together on at Mama's at Christmas and all that kind of stuff. I just, you know, cousins were important to me and um, still are today. We I think have stronger relationships with our cousins than a lot of people talk about, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, you know, Oh, I never talked to my cousin. You know, she lives four States away or whatever, right. you know, but we've kind of all stayed in this area. And, yeah. And, and um, when you walk into junior murder sports and you there's see several of them, I know, right. <laughs> You're just talking to Jennifer this morning. Yeah. So I think that's important for like Kayla and Kennedy and, and Carson. Yeah. And, um, you know, even with Wyatt on, uh, L dub's mom's side there, there's four grand boys and two grand girls. And, you know, I like for as much as we can to go to Greenville and them spend time together and, and things like that. You don't, you didn't really have a big family on the Brown side. No, not really. Side, yeah. Um, you know, I got a couple cousins yeah. that 
I see occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't get to see often. Yeah. Like you're talking about, but, um, you know, one's on the police department in Kannapolis, and the other one, we don't know where is it. Yeah. So. Well, I think, <laughs> too, that, you know, having your grandparents keep that sense of family because you have those traditions. Right. So with Mama Earnhardt, we still have that, and, and on your side of the family, you don't have that no, with they're all gone. With you. So yeah. I mean, and we used to get together every, every Sunday and have yeah. dinner and yeah. you know, have our time and together. And so you see aunts and yeah. uncles and that kind of thing, and you know. Like I said, we don't have that now, so. That gets lost, yeah. it seems, when the grandparents. Yeah. And, and then, and you know, with Mama, you have the Coleman reunion, you get to go yeah. see everybody and and that is a huge time. Oh, my goodness. Gosh, how many people are at that? Mama is, you know, one of 12, so yeah. all I go of their for, I go for the homemade ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I do enjoy <laughs> seeing everybody, but they have some fabulous homemade ice cream. Yeah, I like it when they do roll call mm. and they ask all the families to stand up. So and they're like, you know, Mama, oh, yeah. you know, Martha Earnhardt and her family stand up. You know, and we all stand up, like all 12 of the brother and sister's families. Yeah. And there's a couple hundred people there. It's, it's a good it's turnout. Big. Yeah, mm. real big. So let's talk a little bit about um, racing. So when when did you get the bug for racing, and how did that come about? Yeah, I've always, growing up, I've always been interested in it. I've just never been around it and had the avenues to get there. Um, I raced a dirt car here and there up in Gastonia and motorcycles a little bit. Of course, it's you know, backyard racing. I never did run any you know, motocross or anything. But I guess whenever me and Dale Jr. moved in that trailer together and got talking more and he was racing go-karts he had a go-kart he raced a little bit and you know i was I always tinker with street rods and building you know hot rods on the street and stuff and as we got closer and, and you know got wanting to do things together he, we talked about building a street stock car for concord and he sold his go-kart and i come up with a little money and we went up to wayne's automotive and bought a it was a monte carlo and i remember bringing it back to the shop and parking right by the shop where we was going to work on it, and Dad came in, and that's what we was trying to avoid, Dad seeing the car. <laughs> uh, he, Why? Well, because I mean, it was he was going to tell you how to do everything. <laughs> yes, that was one of the reasons. Tell you but, that you bought the wrong car. But the car was, it was a good shape. I mean, it wasn't something you'd see on a racetrack. Yeah. It was pretty clean and had no dents or anything. And he comes in, he's like, what is this? And, you know, and we're telling him what we're doing, and he says, don't y'all mess with this. We, I got to run back for him. I'll be right back. And while he was gone, me and Dodger was like, man, he's going to, take his car because you know he's talking about how nice it was and it's too good for a race car so we busted out windows and headlights <laughs> and everything and he come back i think that was the worst thing we could have done but it all worked out i mean we ended up building a pretty nice race car me and him shared i'd drive one weekend he'd drive one weekend until we got the other car built and then he got the new car and i got the beat-up car uh, no i got the beat-up car which was your beat-up car right <laughs> i was gonna say that was maybe passed down to you and i don't know how that car was still going by the time you got it but uh, me neither it was going good though me neither. I mean, it ran good yeah definitely we'll have to post a picture of that car on twitter when i got it it was mutilated and mangled on every corner fender yeah. it could be maybe except, even roof too well except the roof i, I think know. that was the only part that was yeah. in good shape it was kind of rough yeah, that was the only part. It's pretty neat. I, I mean, when I was still working at Dunhart Incorporated, that, that car was on the farm, and yeah. I got to see it, and it makes me have thoughts of sneaking in there sometime and taking it. <laughs> but we won't go there. It would be neat to have that it car. It would be neat to Just have. That's, something all three of us drove. Yeah, but. that car was uh, surely around the block. Yeah. So, you know, so from there, you know, you... You know, moved into Goody's Dash Series, and, you know, I remember going to Daytona in that car, going from Concord Motor Speedway to Daytona, 
is huge. They uh, don't let you do that these days. No, NASCAR. that was big. You know, I think we had some help with that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was fun. We got there and I went out and made my first practice runs. And I come in and Dad comes over and he says, "I'm tell you what." He said, "If you don't keep it in the floor all the way around this track, you're not going to be driving this race." And I'm like, "Okay, you know, you've said it, so you it racks, you pay for it." And you know, of course, he was right. I was wrong. You hold it wide open and it's stuck. And you go faster. And you go faster. <laughs> Um, we had a lot of fun, and you know, Dale Jr. spotted for me for that race, and yeah, you know, it was it was good it was good to have that. The, yeah. You know, Dad was on the radio talking to me, and Dale Jr. was spotting, and well, whenever Dad wasn't on the radio, Dale Jr. was spotting because Dad was on a lot on a lot talking to me. And, Anytime Dad was around, Dad was in charge. Yeah, we ran out of <laughs> gas during qualifying on the first round, so we had to go second round qualifying and qualify twenty fifth, and uh, we finished seventh in that race. Well, that's good. First time at Daytona was fun. Yeah. Spun out one time, got to feel all that, so <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And then we moved into, of course, the late models series. Yep, yep. You know, the, up at Hickory, and you ran at Tri, I mean, Tri County, and Dale Jr. ran at Myrtle Beach. Yep. And Hickory. sometimes we ran together. And yeah. Yeah, sometimes had a lot we of fun. ran into each other. Well, a lot of times we <laughs> ran into each other when we was together. Um, I remember going to Nashville. Oh, me too. We oh, we shared Lord. that story um, at some point during oh. one of these episodes. But you can probably definitely definitely elaborate. You know, I remember we all three started in the back, yep. and the next thing I know, we're all three piled into each yeah, other, all together. <laughs> and it's weird how Dell Junior was able to keep on going though. I know we couldn't. <laughs> but anyway, it was a lot of fun. And then from there, we moved into the Arca series. Yeah. I, well, no, I'm sorry. I moved into the Bush Grand National at the time, the number 40 channel lock car, yep. Doug Taylor Motorsports, and Kevin LePage was driving at the time, and he he persuaded Doug to let me practice the car and see how I did, and that got me into the seat. But it was a low-funded budget team, and you know we, we did good with what we had. And then from there, it just kind of switched owners, and things got sideways with you know the crew chief wanting another driver and all this. And finally, I went to Dad at Charlotte. I was like, Dad, I said, you know, I'm tired of all this junk. I said, I want to drive something good, so can I drive for you? Can I race go-kart, bicycle, something? <laughs> Just want to be with a good team and a good um, operation. So he said, let me think about it. And then that following week, he came to me and talked to me about the ARCA series, which is – you know, it's, it was cup cars yeah. that they raced back then, and we was able to race them in the ARCA series at Daytona, Michigan, big tracks like they do in Pocono and places. So we got that opportunity, and I remember going to Pocono, and you had to change gears going yeah, into one. Yeah. You had to shift, yeah. you know. That's something I'd never done on the racetrack. You know, once you get to fourth gear, you just stay in fourth gear and keep going. And there you had to downshift going into one and didn't really shift back until you come down the front stretch. And then it was just a quick shift into fourth and then you back down shift into third and we practiced went there and tested with Dell jr and had some good tests and you know everybody was excited about it so we went back for the race and i can't remember where we qualified it seemed like we qualified fifth by lap two we led the whole race from there um get ready to lap second place car and they threw a caution and said they were debris on the track <laughs> they needed at least it was a two fun. car race huh? yeah it was fun <laughs> we we ended up winning that race and you know just to have that time in victor lane with dad and Teresa and Renee, my wife, and everything, and it, it was a it was a moment I'll never forget because it was my first win, and you know it was with Dad. Yeah. And to have him there and be part of it was very special. That's awesome. What year was that? You would ask that. I know, right? <laughs> Let me go back on this. That was see, that was in '97, because '90. 90, so we started racing in '94 late models. So yeah. '94, '95, '96, '97. I was uh, no '98. I'm sorry. It was '90. 
No, I'm wrong. Because 99, I raced a channel like car in 2000. <laughs> 2000 it was. I thought, yeah, I thought it was, it was a little later because it, right. it wasn't too long after that that we lost Dad. Yeah, I'm getting yeah, older. I have to stop and think about things. I know. So, but, yeah, it was in 2000 we 2000 raced. 2000 is forever ago I these know, days. You it know? was. <laughs> um, we raced 11 races and won seven at 11. So wow. we had a good year. And then in 2001, we had some promising things going, put together with some trucks and Nationwide and ARCA series and you know, things transpired at Daytona like they did, and, you know, that went... Yeah, that went south. South, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that wasn't going to happen if he wasn't around. Right. So, you know, we got the opportunity with uh, Fitz Bradshaw and, you know, it's Terry Bradshaw and Mondo Fitz to run the number 12. At the time, it was Supercuts car, amongst other sponsors. But <laughs> um, I got to run a full season in that car and got a lot of experience. You know, we had some good runs and had some bad runs, and... Then from there, it just kind of went downhill. Mike Waltrip gave me some opportunities, and Richard Shores gave me some opportunities in Cup. And I, oh, I got to back up. And in 2000, we ran our first Cup race at Michigan. It was me and Dale Jr. And oh Dad, yeah, I remember that. Together. Right. So you see, I see, I can see, I can visualize that picture of Dale with the blonde hair and Dad. Yeah. He's got y'all both, but around the shoulders yeah. and the picture around the neck. And that was a, a effort through Dave Marcus, you know, yeah. who ran the real tree car and. Uh, got to qualify, uh, you know, qualified, and I bumped Dad into a provisional in that race. <laughs> and Dale Jr. was in front of me, and I was it was Dale Jr. and me, and Dad, and Steve Park was in there somewhere in the Penzo car, because in the picture we had all four cars mm -hmm. together, and that was pretty neat. That's awesome. That's a great one. So, so what kind of transpired just to to finally hang it up? Um, you know, one was you know through losing Dad, and, and then having a family and kids. I mean, you know, I missed my boys growing up, and didn't have time with them and didn't feel close like I sh thought I should be with yeah. them and had a daughter we were you know bringing up you know Kayla and then you know Blade going into volleyball and getting older and, and then things with NASCAR it just it just didn't feel right yeah and you know I just lost the desire so I chose to put the helmet up and went played volleyball with Blade yeah. and yelling to <laughs> teach I mean other parents in the stands and you know, getting closer with Jeffrey and Kayla, and yeah, you know, she's taking up taking up um, horseback riding, doing barrels and poles, and yep. we do that a lot. And it's just a lot yeah, of fun, fun to be able to be part of that. Fun how our the priorities. I mean, that it's a. I think that's an awesome thing for yeah. the the priority to become family and putting uh, you know your career or job or or anything really you know secondary yeah. to that because it's and, and, you really know, I, important. I was away from the family a lot, right? And, you know. Being away from the wife and the kids and, you know, opportunities out there in the yeah. world, it just uh, didn't see my life going in the right direction. So yeah. it was best for me to make it right. And <laughs> that's a good choice. That's what I did. Good choice. <laughs> it's working very well for It is. You. It is. I've yeah. got a great wife. And, and since then, me and her have, you know, we, I've been trying to put together this outdoor project with yep. the TV show. And from there, it's grown into Earnhardt Outdoors yep. with me, you, and Dell Jr. And... I'm excited about that because we have some opportunities that's come up, you know, with Tackle Grab and working on another opportunity that we just met with. And uh, hopefully I want to see this brand grow and yep. become something more recognizable than any others out there. And, yep. and just to bring awareness to families and children out there about how important outdoors is and how you could have fun and have time, family time together. And it's neat to see your kids enjoy being out in the woods or yeah. in a creek or just playing with bugs. You know, yep. it's just fun to watch them. Get out behind the TV and the video games yes. and get outside and yes. do something. There's a lot of that these days, you know. Yeah. 
your family, so. you know, Renee, when we talked a lot about that and her growing up in Withful and I mean, y'all spend, Kayla just amazes me. I mean, raising, she raises chickens mm-hmm. and she just, I mean, she is such an animal lover and, and outdoors and outside and always got something going on. She does. And she's got this new little chicken and it's, I don't forget, it's got a poofy head and when you show chickens and <laughs> she was hysterical this morning, screaming out. I was like, what in the world? What's going on? Oh, I forgot the name of the they chicken. They named it. <laughs> oh yeah. It's got a name. So, so-and-so's foot's bleeding. Like, it's a chicken. <laughs> I mean, geez. Is that what you said to the neighbor when you, um, said you just had a, uh, oh, it's a chicken episode? Oh, yeah. Our, <laughs> dog, our boxer met the chicken. Yeah, yeah. Our neighbor's chicken. And the chicken lost. And the chicken lost. Yeah. We've had that. My boxer met our rabbit once and our rabbit uh, yes. lost. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Of course, boxers are big and they're going to win over everything. So Yeah. But yeah, that was an experience having to call the neighbor to tell him that Pedro was no longer Pedro. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's still Pedro, but not living. Pedro. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> you guys always have animals. So you had the horse, and you got chickens that you hatched and are raising, and dogs you got rabbits and dogs cats. and cats, and yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah you're the only person so. I know. You're the only person I know that in their garage they built a cat room in like one whole stall of their garage. Yeah. Well, it's better than the house. <laughs> yeah. If I had to give up something, it's better than, you know one stall in the garage ain't bad. Yeah. I wasn't going to get to park in it anyway. So. It's a lot of fun. Speaking of houses, you know, me and Renee's kind of had this opportunity that came about with Schumacher Homes, yep. and we have 25 home designs with Schumacher Homes, and have built two uh, model homes. One, our first one is Nashville, and our recent ones here in Mooresville, um, right on 77. And that's been a lot of fun because we get to design the interiors and work with the architects on the you know, exterior designs and. What we like to see, and you know, like I said, we love outdoors, so we, you know, we kind of bring the outdoors in. Yeah. And it's open, spacious room, get entertained. We, you know, we have a lot of gatherings at the house, and it seems like everybody stayed in the kitchen, and <laughs> so our designs are all open where right. you can be in the kitchen, living room, room, together, together, right? And it's a bigger room, so yeah. uh, that's been a lot of fun for us, and it's been a great opportunity. And Schumachers have been great people to work with. They are a so, good family. Got the opportunity to meet them. Yeah. And, it was neat to have you and Kathy yeah, went and to the Kay, Mama, you know, Dan, everybody came to our grand openings. And yep. It was neat to see the family there. Yeah. So. The houses are, the designs are awesome. And yeah, they are. The houses and are great. Schumacher builds a, a good product. And, you know, we put a name to every home and a story to it, what yeah. it meant to us. Yeah. And, you know, we have some, one with Mamma and one with Dad and one with Renee's Mamma and just our, our kids and our family, everything. So it's, it's neat, you know. It goes back to one of them's called Pocono, where we used to go up. Yeah. We had a race at Pocono and enjoyed, stayed in the cabin there and yeah. out in the woods with the bears and everything. The outdoors up there is enjoyed spectacular. That, you know, so it's, it's neat to just to read the stories and see what they're about. Yeah, that's awesome. So you can find more info on Schumacher's website well, and, and your yeah, collection, we have the Earnhardt collection. We have the EarnhardtOutdoors.com and you can go on there and, and we and have all the link. links with got Schumacher's Great. Tackle Grab and other things on got top you. that you Great. can click on and get to them. And I think if you go there, if you go to Earnhardt Outdoors and click on Schumacher Homes, you go straight to our plans. You don't have to navigate through everything just going to Schumacher Homes. I know. When you guys started that a couple years ago, um, you know, I built a house out there by Dale. And so I'm not in the market to build a new one. But, man, there's some awesome awesome floor plans. Yeah, some I want to build. Yeah. LW and I, you know, we wouldn't. 
mind up probably a mountain home or something like that or if or if he yeah. got his dream his dream would be you know a couple thousand acres to hunt on and then we'd have some sort of cabin or or house on that so maybe maybe i'll get one the opportunity day, one day to i know one. i know back whenever <laughs> we first started this and was going through you know getting everything put together with schumacher homes y'all were working on remodeling the home in Pennsylvania. And right, and we talked, talked about, about it. We did, we did. And, of course, you know, L.W. is so impatient as he is. He didn't <laughs> wait till. Uh, well, we I had, think it was just a couple months he had to wait, and our plans would have been out. I know, but we had half had a had house, it. you yeah, know, know. Like, he had already built a small cabin, so it was the idea of building onto that. We already had, had the money right. into that or putting something new in or whatever. He so. done the right thing. It, yeah. it turned out nice. Yeah, so. yep, yep. I hope you guys will come up there with the sun for our late July trip. And yeah, I'm hoping us. so. I know Renee yeah. mentioned that so yeah. we are talking about it just yeah. to let you know good it's so. on your radar well it's awesome i'm um, having you with me today and i appreciate you coming to join me and if you got anything else to share we can share it otherwise we'll head into our ask kelly questions because no. we actually put some of those out for you as well Uh-oh. so yep so you're gonna have to help me out on we these might get that get that done with then all right it's time for Ask Kelly, and uh, remember that you can submit questions to my Twitter at Earnhardt Kelly and using the hashtag Ask Kelly, and then we also put out a message on my Facebook page, Kelly K. Earnhardt. Amanda? Our first question is from Twitter, and it's from Deb Allen 388 She knows both of you love to hunt. Have you gone on many hunting trips together? We've gone on one, one hunting trip together. Yeah. Yep. That was that, Thanksgiving uh, two years ago. Two years ago, ago yep. in Pennsylvania. Yep. At y'all's, at y'all's yep. family's property up there and your, your property now. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. It's the first time we got to be together in a blind or hunting period. Yeah. Um, seen some nice animals, and I was impressed with you, know, you passing up on some of them. <laughs> yeah, you just getting into hunting like yeah. you have. Most people would You thought I'd have take the like opportunity a big fever. Yeah. yeah just trigger happy. Nah, it was fun. You, you impressed me. <laughs> I was surprised that you passed that up. And it was great to be in the blind with you and see you and laugh. And yeah. And then LW trying to tell you how to do everything, but we had a good time. <laughs> he does try to tell us how to do everything, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> it was a good time. Our, our, we had a big, we were in a big box ground blind, so yeah. we had a lot of room. A lot of room. Bit the three of us in there together and, and hang out together. Yeah. And we actually filmed some hunts. of it, too, yeah, so we I did. still got that footage. Yeah. <laughs> it looked back on quite a bit. And you've done some trips with Dale. Yeah, um, I got, I've been trying for like four years with Dale Jr. We've been, we've done some deer hunts with Bill Jordan and people yeah. and, I've been trying for like four years to get him to do an elk hunt, and he kept on, ah, oh, you got this hike, you got this altitude thing and all this. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not that bad. And you, know, you ought to try it. And finally he committed, and as soon as he committed that day, I called and booked the hunt, so he could not get out of it. And we went there, and he had a good time, and, of course, you know, he's bow hunting. He loves bow hunting. Yeah. Everybody always goes hunting with me. They always tag out within 20, 30 minutes of the hunt, and I've been on five years of hunting and ain't killed one of the bow yet. <laughs> It was a lot of fun to get to see him uh, out there, and I mean, he was in it. Yeah, he was yeah, into he, it. Yeah, we we got on this herd. And, you know, this bull with a harem, a couple cows with him, and we got busted, and they took off, and they was like, "Man, that was cool. <laughs> that was neat." So we moved on, and I heard a you know one bugling. I, we looked over the ridge and seen him on the other side ridge, and there was two of them there, just two bulls and no cows. And I'm like, "Man, this is this would be a good." time for him to get something he was like ready and he wanted to pile off that ridge and go all the way down <laughs> the bottom and the guy's like no so we get the truck drive around because <laughs> that's longer away than you think by the time you get there they'll move on so they drove around and they got him and you know they'll shot him at like 20 yards and it run up right by him 
And That's awesome. Yeah, all that was on film. I like filming things because you get to look back at it and see expressions on their face. And well, he might want to go again because I think we're about out of elk meat because he loved, he's been talking yeah, about it. So. He loved those that elk steak and the elk meat. So um, yeah, I'm trying to bait because so LW is on me about he elk wants to go to elk hunting too. So, yeah. well, you might get to go on two elk hunts. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. Been talking with them. And they know a lot of people <laughs> yeah. out there. So yeah. See if they have some good hunts yeah, that help we can you get out. in. Next question is from Gerald Palmer on Facebook. Um, other than racing, he wanted to know, how, did you guys play any other sports in high school? Well, I played baseball and wrestling. Um, I played a little bit of football, but it, I didn't like it as much. Yeah. But I liked baseball and played all the way up through my 11th grade year and wrestled up through 11th grade. And uh, then I made the decision to drop out and go <laughs> and get my GED from there. <laughs> So, but that's what I did. I, I wrestled and played baseball. Yeah. I didn't um, play a lot of sports in public school just because I was really never good enough. I, I cheerleaded a lot through my elementary and, and middle school years. But then when we went to military school, Dell and I, for two years, there you could do anything because there wasn't a lot of kids. So everybody made the basketball team and everybody made the softball team. So I played basketball and softball and enjoyed it and, and played good, but, you know, not good enough to, to get into the high school varsity right. sports when I came back to Mooresville. So. We have been asked this several times for Kelly about how your dad used to say that she was the best driver out of all three of you. We thought it would be interesting to get Carrie's take on this. So uh, W Whitehead 88 wants to know who you thought was the better race car driver out of the three of you. <laughs> how did I know this would come up? I mean, it's always asked. And, of course, always Kelly's what's, the what's best What's always your driver. answer? <laughs> You're, Kelly's the best driver of all of us. Um, she's like me unfortunately she didn't get the opportunities and yep. things you know to get there but yeah she was definitely better than we were that's funny <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer White on Facebook wants to know what both of you would consider to be your greatest accomplishments for me I think it's I mean, I'm gonna have to say my kids and I at this point I hope my greatest accomplishment is that I've just raised awesome kids and um, you know that they turn into good wholehearted adults so that's that's for me as my kids that's about what i was gonna say you know just building a family and yeah. around our kids that hopefully bring them up to understand and figure out how to navigate through life yep and like i said and to teach produce them the good same, kids yeah <laughs> the same values and all that were instilled in us from our parents and even though as dysfunctional as the families were you know to to instill those things in them to continue the Earnhardt family and values and relationships you know like right. we were handed down so right that's definitely that's it for me well thank you guys again thank you Carrie again for joining us and um, I got some final thoughts for you get to to rattle oh, off boy. some real quick ones sweet or salty sweet <laughs> well I like salty too but sweet Beach or mountains? I like mountains. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Cook or eat out? Cook. <laughs> hunting or fishing? That's a hard one. Oh, my God. Why did <laughs> do that? Of course, hunting. Uh, sports car or truck? Truck. Yep. You got a nice big old red truck. Well, I like your red truck. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again. It's been much fun, and I hope everybody's enjoyed this episode of Fast Lane Family, and I hope you'll join us again next week. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 